Forecast is the podcast exploring the future of Web3 through engaging discussions with thought leaders in the blockchain and cryptocurrency space. Our guests come from a wide range of backgrounds, including developers, investors, entrepreneurs, and researchers, bringing unique perspectives and experiences to the table. Um, welcome to Forecast Episode 2. I'm Huiren, Foresight News Editor, and today we have the topic Catch a Glimpse of the Future from ETH Denver 2023. We all know that ETH Denver is a community-owned innovation festival with the genesis of Spork Doll in June of 2021. ETH Denver has become the first event doll in the world. In ETH Denver, all event proceeds are to build value for the community and to realize the decentralized future. I believe that our audience, no matter you are practitioners or enthusiasts in the blockchain space, are all filled with excitement and curiosity about ETH Denver. Um, but maybe most of us cannot attend the, attend the event personally, so that's why Forza News is hosting this Twitter space. We have invited four prestigious Web3 builders and they have all attended ETH Denver. In today's space, they will share with us their personal experiences and exclusive knowledge about ETH Denver. So this will be a very highly informative discussion. So please stay tuned. Um, first, I'd like to introduce our guest speakers. Uh, we are honored to have Steve, the partner of Dora Hacks, Marcin, the chief o- operating officer of, of Red Stone and Abru, the ecosystem lead of Space and Time, as well as Spencer in charge of marketing at Space and Time. Um, so now we're still waiting for Steve. Um, we can start with our first question for the guest speakers. Um, I, w- I would like to invite our guests to share with us your overall experience at ETH Denver uh, and maybe some more details like uh, what are the things that have impressed or inspired you most at the conference? Um, maybe we can start with Marcin. Hi. Hey, Ron. Thanks Hi. a lot. For... Uh, okay, for Arian, go. Yeah, please go ahead. Okay, hey everyone, uh, glad to be over here. Thanks for joining and for invitation. So um, first of all, uh, I would like to mention how big it Denver was. So I didn't expect that many people to come over to one city. I've heard from estimates that it was between 20 to 25,000 people, maybe even more. So uh, truly like huge community over there. And the biggest thing that surprised me was that almost every key opinion leader or high profile individual in web free space was over there so you could easily like go through the main venue or the side event and bump into Stani from Ave or Vitalik or other people which was like truly uh, unique uh, I would say and um, to take one more thing it was really, really much developer focused. So at least my experience was that majority of the conversations I had were about like truly building stuff, like the trends of what people are picking up as technologies, which ecosystems are thriving and which are not necessarily delivering on the promise. So the quality of uh, yeah builders that joined the event was very high. So very happy from the outcome of the event. Yeah, thank you, Marcin. Uh, can you share more details? Uh, like, uh, is there anything that inspire you most? So a couple of things. Uh, yeah, on top of my mind, uh, I met for the first time people from the Canto community. So it's a, a chain on Cosmos with EVM compatibility, quite popular recently. Uh, we as Redstone Oracle are the first and only Oracle available over there. 
So it was very cool to meet people, which turned out to be a lot of EVM and Ethereum uh, maxis from uh, early days. That was one of the insights I uh, saw the potential in that uh, ecosystem. Mm. Another thing uh, I'd say, it's way more mm, trend of going towards L2s than it used to be in the previous year. So all the alternative ecosystems that were quite hot in 21 and early 22, at least that's my subjective perspective, don't have that that much of um, interest anymore as it used to. Of course, there is still some, but not that much hype. And it's way more uh, chat about layer twos, especially with base announcing its, like Coinbase announcing its layer two base. There was a lot about base during Eve Denver, but also like Optimism, Arbitrum picking up all of the ZK. So ZK Sync, Scroll, Starkware. Yeah, so I would say a couple of insights over there. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing with us the uh, heated and emergent projects at ETH Denver. And I see Steve is here now, and I know that you are going to handle other businesses uh, maybe in half an hour. So uh, next we have Steve. Uh, I, I can I can repeat the question for you. <laughs> uh, so the first question is, uh, would you like to share with with us your overall experiences at ETH Denver and maybe uh, some more details like what are the things that you think inspired you or impressed you most at the conference? Yeah, yeah. Um, so so sorry for any late guys. Uh, this is Steve from uh, Dora Hawks. Um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, this year's ETH Denver is quite different from last year. Um, I, I think the uh, the people who's participating, it's uh, component uh, is slightly different. Um, I I would say this East Denver, it's uh, it's actually smaller than last year, but I had a, a, actually a better experience uh, participating. Uh, a few points: uh, Vitalik is not attending. Uh, this year, um, but I, I do see that this year East Denver is even more uh, multi-chain uh, than before, um, and uh, like uh, Marcin just mentioned, I, I think there's more competition uh, between like different layer ones, layer twos uh, for early stage developers this year. Uh, most of the major uh, layer one, layer twos are here. Um, and uh, um, I, I, I went to a lot of uh, side events that's hosted by the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, I went to a few Aptos side events um, and um, I saw some very interesting early stage uh, projects uh, in East Denver this year, especially in the top 15. I can share a little bit more later. Uh, but there were teams building um, a Web3 combined with ChatGPT protocols. Uh, they are uh, projects just trying to pay gas in any token. And, and there are developers building tools. Um, pretty much they built a, a new version of Notion that integrate a lot of APIs. Uh, in Web3, including Geo Analytics and uh, um, the graph uh, and much more. So, so I would say uh, there was less um, storytellers, um, but more really, really good and solid teams uh, building useful Web3 products. Um, so this is like my takeaway. Um, Yeah, thank you. Um, we have uh, listened. We have we have heard the reputation of the um, keywords of layer two and layer uh, layer twos and zk's. Um, so I think that um, just like Steve has mentioned, um, we have now 
turned more attention to infrastructure construction than just telling stories,、uh, and that's a very positive turning.、Um, so next we have Abra. Hi, Abra. Hello.、Um, hey, everyone.、Uh, this is Abra Engwall,、um, and I'm just very happy to be here with everyone.、Um, I lead the partnership and integrations and ecosystem at Space and Time, but.、Um, So、I've been to a lot of hackathons in the past. Like this is my fourth year in the Web three space and building. I'm a software engineer myself.、Um, prior to that, so、um, I'm just basically like the first time I remember back in the days, like how Ethemer was. It was just like a single floor of sponsors and like builders. It was like a tight space to like this enormous, enormous, like big.、Um, A big, big space that for everyone, and then I just saw like a 10x growth、um, in the last three years. Actually, like before I dive into it, I want to say that my favorite part was SPF's face on the toilet paper. I don't know if every anybody seen that, <laughs> just like picture, but it was like hilarious.、Um, like people are so creative, so many artists, so many people there, like doing some interesting stuff. Um, but like to just like go back into 2020,、um, like my Eat Denver experience. Actually, like I feel like Web3 community sponsors, builders have grown exponentially. So many people know Web3 space, and actually these events are like it shows us that it's working, right? We like we have a lot of adoption, and then、um, I was very、really、happy to see the companies where、um, they were just trying to try- figure out their test nets. They are trying to figure out. Like they were building, they were trying to figure out like their market fit. To now, like they have established, like they are they became established companies and they have、um, like boots everywhere and like just everybody knows about them. So it was very cool. And also, like I want to mention that it was like week long events, but not for Ethereum. I agree with Steve. There were so many build houses outside the Ethereum. There were so many communities and people that I met with from Solana, Cosmos, Polkadot ecosystem, Sui, Aptos, and so I. It just I think it's not only it's it's basically a Web three、um, like festival like environment, just like Dreamforce. We are becoming more and more bigger as a community, which I'm very excited about.、Um, my personal experience: I finally meet all of our partners. Um, finally, and like just like put a face to their voices over like video because like we are all remote team. So I was excited to see firsthand what they're building, what they are doing.、Um, it was very exciting, actually. Like I love it, Denver. I will just continue to attend every year. And this year I didn't have a chance to build, but as, again, like as a software engineer, I love to sit down and、um, build with the hackers. May hopefully next year with Spencer, we are just gonna go and explore those. Um, Spencer. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys?、Um, yeah, I just want to echo everyone here.、Uh, I just think the energy this year was amazing. I mean, Abru and I were running around like chickens with our head chopped off, just from Uber to Uber, trying to go to as many events and walk to all these events. And I'm from California, so it was a bit chilly. But、uh, other than that, it, it was it really was a great time.、Um, I think just the Sheer amount of early stage pro- projects. You just don't see that、um, quantity of early stage projects that you do at something like ETH Denver.、Uh, it was really a good time to talk to all these developers and you know see what ecosystems people were joining. I mean, it was really cool to see you know Chainlink release their functions right before and、uh, you know Chainlink functions and see them. Be able to go in depth and describe, and you know, Sam Friedman did a great presentation as well.、Uh, I think the Avalanche、uh, ecosystem was just on all cylinders that weekend. I mean, I met so many people who were building on Avalanche.、Um, the Avalanche,、uh, you know, a couple of the Avalanche events were a really good time as well. But and I think something that you don't see, you know, a whole ton at some of these conferences. At least from last year's circuit, is just there was such a good gaming presence this year at ETH Denver. I mean, down the floor, they they had a substantial chunk of the floor dedicated to gaming spaces and games, and it was really. And I'm extremely bullish on you know blockchain gaming, and I I truly do think that blockchain gaming is going to 
be one of the you know tier onboarders to the space and it was really really amazing to see games like Moonray um, and a few others like you know debuting a demo for the first time and I mean just seeing a bunch of people on the floor playing the games using products I mean yeah, like Avery said, it, it, it was a bit of a wild experience. I mean, I, I got lost. <laughs> I would say I couldn't find my way around half the time. I was just, I wish they had, like, sometimes I wish there was, like, a map to guide me, but I felt I found myself going in circles because I just was, like, would miss a booth, and then I'm like, oh, what's that? What's going on there? So uh, it, it was a really exciting experience, and um, I'm glad to have been a part of it. And uh, But, yeah, I think the side events are, as as with every conference, those are, those were a blast and just running around and getting to talk to as many devs and, you know, talking to a lot of, you know, people from biz dev verticals and marketing verticals was a, was a great time as well. Wow. Spencer's remarks has really made me feel on um, the, the attractiveness of East Denver. And I can see that you can, you are a really big fan for gaming uh, in in the blockchain space, uh, so uh, Spencer has mentioned many uh, specific programs and uh, uh, like the communities around East Denver. So maybe other guest speakers can also share some of these insights with us. Um, we can start with Steve. Any specific communities or projects that? Um, interest you most? Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, 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 actually, like, like this year, um, Adorax has been like multi-chain focused. Um, we have been working. We try to work with uh, most of the, I would say, com com competing layer ones, layer two, because like the developers in our community uh, essentially want to. And learn from uh, learn from like the different tax stocks, and they want to um, tap into the resources in different layer ones. But this year, like I'm just particularly interested in Cosmos uh, ecosystem ourselves. Um, I and um, I, I think from the community perspective, um, zk EVM is definitely one of the uh, uh, like like hottest topics in the space. I went on a ZK day and there is packed, this like a full house. And I do believe there are um, around five to 10 ZK VMs uh, there. And uh, there are like 20 ZK projects competing there. Um, I, I do believe that it's one of the trends and developers are, are so happy uh, to research in ZK. I saw a lot of good friends there. Uh, just like one of the underrated narrative that I see or like the underrated community that I see uh, is actually the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, it's, there's actually a lot of amazing progress uh, happening, happening in Cosmos. Um, there are more teams that I see building app chains um, in the Cosmos ecosystem, um, leveraging Cosmos SDK and Cosmos Awesome um, to build an open ecosystem. And uh, each and every single one of them have some kind of unique features uh, that their blockchain or their application provides. Um, and um, the, the, I, think, I think every team in Cosmos ecosystem um, are trying to bring something completely different to the space. And uh, I know they're... they're some drama uh, in the community that I see, but uh, just from the experience that I had this year is getting better. Uh, and um, also, like, this is one of the more decentralized ecosystem. Uh, I would say almost in the same level as Ethereum. Um, and um, yeah, I don't see Cosmos like being debated in the general web their space as much as ZK and liquid staking and some of some of some of the other bigger narratives, um, but this is where interests me, uh, like that I find interesting the most. Um, but there are also like a lot of Cosmos side events this year. Um, some of the other ones that um, also like when it comes to monolithic blockchain, 
uh, Aptos doing quite a good job uh, in the move realm. Um, and um, and yeah, I, I guess like the, the the biggest like successful hackathon definitely the main event. Um, and um, the participation and quality of developers is remain very high. Um, and um, so so yeah, I w- I would still be very very bullish on. Um, I think uh, app chain ceases uh, in 2023 and 2024. Uh, I do believe there will be more Cosmos app chains. Uh, also, like in other ecosystems like Ethereum Layer 3s and uh, Avalanche subnets, uh, BNB side chains uh, coming in the future when uh, the developers are trying to uh, actually more successful by three projects and um, very successful Web two projects when they get into Web three uh, will seek chances to launch uh, in the form of app chains um, and don't revenue share with uh, the layer ones anymore. I see this as a trend uh, in the next two years uh, on zk and on uh, rollups as service and on liquid staking. I do believe the other panelists uh, have more to share. Um, but option is one of the biggest trends that I see. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Thank you for your message about the Cosmos ecosystem, about ZK, and about liquidity staking. Um, Abru, do you have anything to comment? Since Steve threw the liquid staking <laughs> there, so maybe I can just like jump in because um, I like uh, join one of the talks actually about the liquid staking derivatives. So I, I'm, I'm, I just like learn, try to learn more about the DeFi. And one of the presentation was like Sam Kazemian and co-founder of Brax Finance. Um, he was basically, um, he was focusing on the stable coins, which was very interesting because I went into and like thinking, you know, like what happened last year with the algorithmic stable coins. Right. So I was like, I went to the talk and I was like, figure thought that it was about like you know just okay what's going on is it the algorithmic stable coins what i realized is that like two weeks earlier um uh, they basically voted and then it's 100 percent collateralized a stable coin right now and then it was very insightful and he was just talking about that stable coins um in terms of characteristic that like every DeFi primitives he was saying that will eventually evolve to become like a stable coins in terms of their characteristics and features um and he highlighted the DeFi arrows liquid staking derivatives as you know like we are moving into Sh- uh, shanghai upgrade and then there's a lot of like lido rocket pool um there's a lot of like there's a big trend of um um liquid staking derivatives right now so he was just like talking about stablecoin maximalism which is like very very cool i just um i learned a lot it was like hard to absorb everything that he was talking about but it's like i got what i got (laughs) from that presentation so the other ones like again um i guess what i was expecting going into the hackathon, like i was um, expecting to see a lot of ai machine learning obviously a lot of chat gpt integrations um again like i absolutely agree with steve um there's a lot of different communities like from cosmos i seen like solana roll up on cosmos people and um there, there was like a lot of different um, people that i just like met with a lot of builders but um i think um from the community wise like i'm a woman engineer myself so i was excited to see community wise like women like shifi and blue Dao, like a lot of women in space and it inspired me to basically just like go and meet these uh ladies and like see what they're building they're like amazing, brilliant women, and just like and compared to again a couple of years ago, I think I saw a lot of speakers and very smart people just like talking. So it inspired me to reach out more, I guess, like see what they're building. Um, for the ChatGPT, I think um, from the Hackathon submissions, I saw like Swappy and ZK Poex again. Just like ZK was a lot. ZK was everywhere, basically, in this um, event, um, and like even the submissions. And Swapi was something like um, um, basically going to ChatGPT and write down, "Hey, just 
send me some eater from Moonbeam to Avalanche. And then it just immediately understand what you write and then it swaps and do cross-chain interoperability, which is like very cool. And as ZK Poix, like, I was like, oh, of course. Like, as soon as I just saw the presentation, I was like, oh my gosh, like, of course, like, obviously, why I never thought that before. It was like ZK Poix was um, designed to incentivize white hat hackers to report exploits without revealing the actual exploits. So it was like very cool to see like all these buildings and like what's going on in the space and trends. But definitely I can say that as I'm working in the space and time, a lot of data, a lot of AI um, and like every BNB chain is releasing like just Greenfield. Um, I also met with Polkadot, like I guess like they also have decentralized storage each storage, there's a lot of decentralized storage data related activities and machine learning as well. Um, chain ML, so we saw chain ML, like there's a lot of forecast uh, around the data. So I'm excited to see the new trends like moving into like this infrastructure and building space. Um, and then like, I'm excited, like, I mean, it shows that I'm in the right spot then because like there's a lot of data with the layer twos and blockchain data that we are just going to basically um, improve and just like be more mature as an ecosystem. That's for me. Yeah, thanks, Abru, for your um, optimism on the emerging women power in the Web3 three, three, three space and uh, your insights on stable coins, the liquidity staking. Um, so maybe next we can have Marcin. Uh, do you have anything to add? Oh, yeah, so basically, like, as mentioned before, everyone was at Denver, so we can mention probably every single project in Web3 that is, uh, you know, like building in there. But to mention a couple on that haven't been uh, said yet, like Arweave had a booth at uh, Denver ecosystem project were showing uh, their progress that they've uh, made. Are we also like, wait, what is it today? 7th of March. So I think right now or yesterday, are we um, at a certain block height turned into its upgrade of 2.6 of their protocol, introducing like the new consensus mechanism that's going to uh, like improve the whole process of storing data on chain, which is kind of exciting. There was a dedicated Arweave day on Thursday during Eve Denver. So also, like a lot of like new ecosystem projects pops up popped up over there, like uh, First Batch, which is basically taking Web to social graphs from Twitter and other social media and bringing it automatically on chain. Because one of the big problems when you're entering like Web free social media is that you have to build your kind of personal social profile from scratch, and they are helping to uh, with the migration over there. Um, talking about ZKs, I don't know whether uh, people saw the news today, but Scroll announced its new $50 million funding round at 1.7, I think, billion valuation, which also shows the belief in the ZK future. ZK Sync uh, announced just before the Eve Denver its new branding of uh, ZK uh, Sync Era, which is like the ZK Sync uh, 2.0. They had a big booth, huge presence. Right now, if anyone would like to build on top of uh, ZK Sync Era, you can go to a platform called BuildBox, and there is a running online hackathon. So anyone can jump in, start building, and maybe even win prizes. So this is also like quite cool to see uh, ecosystems growing. Um, on specific applications, because we are talking a lot about ecosystems, and many times what shows the true traction are applications that users use, not only like builders look at. I would say in the DeFi space, there is huge traction of perpetuals and options protocols. So of course, everyone knows GMX, but there are a couple new ones that are picking up. To give an alpha, I would recommend looking at, uh, wait, let me check the name, uh, Perennial. Uh, it's a new perpetual protocol that launched on Arbitrum and right now it's picking up. Basically, on options, there's uh, Premia and uh, Lyra, of course. And the whole Arbitrum ecosystem, I would say, on the DeFi and TVL is truly, truly 
um, like thriving right now. If you look on any statistics, they are very, very upwards uh, trending. So, um, yeah, I think these are the, the main ones that are on top of my head. Yeah, thanks, Marcin, for your sharing on the updates on the uh, Ziggy space and also your sharing about the um, DeFi protocols, uh, including um, GMX. Um, so that's uh, uh, above. This is the uh, first question, and we can now go further to the second question for our guest speakers. Um, what are your uh, What are you most looking forward to about the future of Ethereum ecosystem? Has this outlook ever changed before and after your participation in East Denver? Um, so. Um, again, we can start with Steve. Yeah, um, actually, like East Denver uh, has always been a multi-chain event. Um, like, um, um, but like definitely, I, I do think the major uh, layer layer twos are all participating, have always participated, and this year as well. Um, I think, uh, like I mentioned, definitely this year biggest thesis in Ethereum. Includes, um, um, I think, the launching of uh, zk EVMs and, and other zk layers, um, and I, I I don't know whether they are launching this year or next year, but uh, essentially um, their their teams are getting stronger, their ecosystem are growing, they all have different approaches. Uh, some are stronger in institutional BD, some are stronger in growing grassroots developer community. Um, um, and there are, uh, I think, more uh, ecosystem projects uh, supporting different uh, ZK ecosystem now. Um, institutions are super hyped about them as well. Um, the other one I commissioned is liquid staking. Uh, there are more competitors uh, competing with Lido, and um, 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 I, I do see like uh, different teams building on different. Uh, ideas before are, are rushing into the space uh, and uh, more mature projects are also providing services in this realm. Um, and um, I do see some other projects uh, providing rollups of service um, services. Um, basically what they're trying to do is that they can help you launch uh, Ethereum L2 or like L3 real fast and they can help you do that. And um, um, I guess this is the option for Ethereum, um, and uh, um, I do believe, like, like I mentioned, this is one of the, the, the key trends uh, where uh, applications will, will transform from the form of smart contract to the form of uh, a very specific chain um, to solve a very specific problem. Uh, there's also a kind of abstraction in the in the wallet and multi-state realm. Um, there are more professional teams uh, joining this space. Last year, this is a, a new concept, I would say. Uh, and this year, there are already like ten different professional teams um, building um, AA wallets and different kind of solutions around it. Um, and um, I think the key thesis from last year is December is actually ZK applications uh, in the top 30 projects. Um, I think there's at least like three of them are building ZK native applications. Um, this year I see stronger teams uh, building on this trend. Uh, they didn't end up in top 15 projects in December this year, um, but uh, I, I do see a lot of stronger teams uh, building uh, directly consumer facing uh, zero-knowledge uh, applications um, on different uh, aspects, some on DID, some on some other uh, topics. So, so yeah, I, I will still be very excited about Ethereum. Basically, the goal is to scale Ethereum and try to bring mass adoption to Ethereum on different levels. Um, but this is like my observation. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so we see that uh, um, besides the ZK applications around um, the Ethereum ecosystem, now we have more stronger and emerging programs 
um, and our builders are all um, striving to build around the eco the Ethereum ecosystem to make it better. So we are now seeing a booming ecosystem um, ever since. Um, that's a very optimistic um, thing to see. Uh, so maybe Marcin, do you have anything to comment on this point? Yeah, so looking into the future, um, I keep on having more and more confirmation that Ethereum is the leading ecosystem uh, when it comes to like mass uh, adoption of, of like Web3 applications. I mean, especially like with layer twos becoming more and more performant, optimized, and you know, like mature. It's, uh, in my opinion, of course, th there is a re like there is a reasoning of building other ecosystems, but this is this one is to stay, and in my opinion, that's the, that's the confirmation. Um, whereas right now you can see like actual usage of a lot of optimistic grow-ups, as I said before, like Arbitrum, Optimism, um, Coinbase releasing base, like based on Optimist Fork as well. I would say like the next Ethereum Denver is going to be about applications that are actually deployed already on ZK rollups and that are thriving and showing that the transaction cost and finality can be even like more uh, accurate and optimized. So uh, of course, like ZK Sync and Scroll uh, are leading the EVM way. It's going to be interesting to see uh, Starkware um, and its Cairo uh, release that is going to be, I think, in like a month or something. That should be Cairo 1.0 uh, release. Layer freeze. This is like very interesting topic to me because already in layer twos we have the still the question of centralized sequencer and like how exactly the process of you know opening it up uh, will look like, and then we have another like layer on top of that. I'm not saying it's not the way to go, but it's still uh, quite early for layer three to be very much performant. However, if you manage to you know like solve that kind of like trilemma then like it can be very very much potential use case i really like the um graphic that is on zk sync uh, website so if you go to zk sync uh, website you're going to see like this kind of a tree graphic that of course in the very beginning you have ethereum you have zk sync like as a layer two and then you have like specific parts like uh, going to directions of uh, industries and other use cases, right? Mm. One thing that I personally didn't see that much and I still believe this year is going to be big for is like modular, modular blockchains like Celestia, an example. I think they also had like a booth or some presence, but like <laughs> that much is happening at Denver that you cannot experience everything, but I still am very bullish about what these guys are going to deliver and also if their uh, roll-up as a service uh, service. Uh, friendly project, uh, friendly layer two uh, to Celestia is also Fuel Network uh, that creates like a custom VM with uh, its language uh, Sway. I would say it's also like a huge ecosystem over there. They created like the Fuel layer two day it was amazing, like top voices were present speaking on the panels. So uh, I would say Fuel Network is also one to look at this year. Yeah, thanks, Marcin. Um, next, we have Spencer. Hi, Spencer. Hey, guys. Sorry, I couldn't find my mute button there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... You know, the Ethereum ecosystem in the future, I mean, it's all ZK, like everybody's been saying here. I think I'm, you know, I'm pretty bullish on just scaling systems, um, you know, Optimism, Polygon, you know, all these uh, ZK EVMs that are going to, you know, just help the ecosystem expand beyond what it currently is. Um, I, I wanted to quickly touch to, like, I 
I forget who said I think it might have been Abru, but the, the lack of AI and ML at uh, ETH Denver was super surprising to me. I thought there was going to be a lot of Ethereum-based, um, you know, AI and ML projects uh, being showcased. But that, at least from my perspective, maybe it's because Abru and I were just following each other around the whole weekend or the whole week. But um, I definitely thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, I mean. As a just from a future perspective, right? I'm just. Uh, it, it was just a, it was just nice to be a part of everything, right? And uh, I was excited. So I'll just pass the torch to Avery really quick. Um. Thanks, President. <laughs> um. I think I'm just gonna. Um. Avery, like just Stephen Stephen Marsin already just like touched to every single one of the blockchain, and I just completely agree. What I will just say that future of Ethereum ecosystem, so basically pace of the innovation in the space is like endless, right? So in the, um, I feel like the conversations from the past years, it started with the, what is the layer two? What is layer one? What are the bridges? What is DeFi? What is NFT? Like, is it JPEG? What is ZK to like, or decentralized infrastructure or archive nodes, the RPCs? So it's kind of like, we have all these just words, right? And then people were just trying to figure out like, what is this? What is that? So I feel like in, with the new concepts, what we are going into like a new era where it's like, okay, just let's do the progress together. It's no longer just, um, so for instance, if you think about like, oh, we invented the chair and everybody was trying to figure out like, what is this chair? And now, <laughs> Basically, we are just like going into an era of imp improving it, right? We now have a, like everybody has better understanding of the purpose of the chair. Okay, you can sit on this, we invented it. So let's make it more stable, more secure, make it more user friendly, make it better designs. So again, like I agree with the older speakers where they just like so many layer ones, we're going to see more layer ones, layer twos, more scalability solutions. But also, I want to point that out, which was not said earlier. I saw two very good projects that are working on the security, where like we know that there's like a nomad and like bunch of hacks happened in the last year. It's basically focusing on like how we can, like all the security, um, cybersecurity people going into Web3 space as well, which is very impressive and it's needed where you just can um, like, hey, is this a hacked transaction? Um, like, or it's actually legitimate transaction. So where they can just like score the, um, the transaction uh, malicious like or whatever that the word is called, but they, they can figure out like if a transaction is uh, malicious or not, and then they can fail. Like we need these kind of improvements. We need this kind of new ideas into space that can mature the ecosystem. So, and again, I saw like ChainML, which is our partner to inflation. So what they're working on is just like forecasting some pricing and then the futures um, and like how we can just predict the future with the data. So then same for space and time as well. Like I work here. And the more, the more like layer one's coming out, the more layer two is coming out. Like, I feel like I went through the big data um, like uh, 10 years ago. Uh, I've seen it like from the first hand, how we just jump into the uh, big data from with Facebook and all these big companies. I feel like we are gonna see more and more enterprises jump into the space, right? So we are already started seeing, AWS just released like NFT marketplace, right? So I feel like I predict more enterprises entering the space. We need more data. We need this going to be more growth where we just need to handle this many data. And um, I think like I made the right decision joining Web3 in the right time. Uh, I feel like we are still a small community in terms of technology. I almost know like I go into a, a place and then I say like, oh, this is the head of engineering at, blah, blah, at this company or this is the CEO of this company. It's still in terms of like technology and the community, we are still small. But in the future, I think we are going to see like amazing growth in the upcoming years. Um, I mean, I don't want to just like repeat the, um, like the ZKs and everything. I think they everybody got it. But I saw an more, enormous amount of community building the DAOs, 
building the DeFi, building new bridges, swaps. Like there was a cow swap that I was, it was like, they, they were they were just like very cute too. Um, so seeing these like new ideas in place, um, like again, Purple Chills, I think Steve mentioned, like there were new, um, new projects that are just jumping into the space that I was like, it's very hard to follow, but um, I think in, it's you can still follow that means that you're still small in the future it's going to be very hard to just like follow the entire ecosystem from my perspective yeah thanks abru for your vivid metaphor for the better comprehension of our audience and um, your mentions of the improvements on cybersecurity and how we can predict the future with um, the big data and how we are expecting more and more enterprises to um, come into and uh, build in the Web3 world. Um, so here comes our uh, the third question. Um, it seems that infrastructure construction and research are the common field of our three guest projects, uh, although although that Steve is, is gone. <laughs> Uh, so would you like to share with us what you think are your major contributions to Ethereum or even the overall ecosystem infrastructure? And what are your most exciting things that uh, we as the audience can expect from your projects in the near future? Thank you. Uh, so this time we can start with Abru first. Oh, this me? I, I just talked. I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> um... <laughs> I lead the partnership efforts, as you know, like the integrations, and then we have a lot of like very amazing partners. Like, um, so right now in the last one year, space and time builds um, like amazing data warehouse that um, just basically space and time can index um, and all entire blockchain history and like make users like easy to query um, and then just like with a single API, right? And then they don't have to deal with an infrastructure. They can bring on-chain and off-chain data. So um, basically, just stay tuned for the partnership up, uh, announcements. We are going to have back-to-back -back announcements that Spencer can speak as marketing perspective. But we are releasing a public, um, very, like April, May. Um, we are also making it publicly available for an, um, every user to use space and time. What you can do is like you can index, uh, sorry, you can query existing blockchain data, Avalanche, Polygon, BNB chain. We are working with SUI as well um, and Ethereum, obviously. And then we are just planning to have all the major blockchain data. Um, and then you can decode the contracts um, easily um, in one single click. We're gonna have a fantastic UI in the upcoming like months. Um, and then you're going to be accessible in marketplaces as well. Like, and uh, just watch out, like, and stay tuned for these, like, big announcements on the major node, um, like, providers and cloud providers. So with this release, um, everybody is going to have easy access to blockchain data. We are excited for all the developments with our community and just moving forward. And Spencer, would you like to just add on to the events? Because I don't want to mention the events. It's your... Uh, expertise. Yeah, of course. Um, yes, yeah, so and I are on the same space and time. I, I think uh, as we move forward for the rest of the year, we're definitely looking towards GDC. Super excited about that. As I mentioned, I'm super into blockchain gaming, so excited to have a presence there. We'll be partnering with uh, Stardust out there. We have a Stardust uh, a, a lounge. We're calling it Cantina, powered by space and time. So if you guys are all on GDC and you want to come meet some of the space and time team, Abru and I will be they're running again, running around with our heads chopped off like uh, like we were at ETH Denver. Um, and then we, after GDC, we'll be at a consensus. Um, we definitely plan on having a huge presence at consensus, so we're excited to uh, be there. And after consensus, it's kind of up in the air. We're thinking about going to Barcelona, ETHCC, permissionless. Uh, we obviously want to go to SmartCon uh, and DevCon. So, so we're excited. I mean, the conference circuit is pretty crazy. It definitely... Uh, Definitely takes up a lot of time, a lot of energy, but as you can see, just coming out of it, you know, everybody on the other side is just kind of really excited about what gets thrown around. You know, this time around seems like ZK infrastructure um, is the 
is the hot topic. I'm hoping AI and ML is going to be the next hot topic, but um, yeah, so super excited and thanks for having us here today. Thank you for sharing us with your uh, sharing with us your your dest future destinations uh, like your uh, presence at the consensus Barcelona, uh, the DevCons that is uh, going to happen. Um, so maybe Marcin, do you have there's something with. Yeah, I'm not sure if the question stays the same, but I will assume so. So uh, actually one thing I didn't mention before and is quite important uh, for me from if Denver was... Yeah, I think there's me. something wrong with your Mac. Yeah. Now, now it works well, I think. It okay. Okay, so uh, one thing I wanted to share was also in-person meeting of the um, Safari community. It was a really cool event of Web3 growth leaders. So anyone who is listening right now and would like to get more exposure to Web3 growth ideas and um, you know techniques and basically what is to come in the coming year, I would definitely recommend applying also to join the community. I see uh, in the listeners, Lior, from Collider Ventures, who was also like present over there, uh, very good catching up uh, in person and, you know, exchanging the ideas over there. When it comes to our products, so Redstone as the Oracle uh, is going to be very hot this year. <laughs> I know it might say cocky, but after Eve Denver, I'm just quite sure about that. The biggest DeFi projects start uh, reaching out to ask, uh, asking, whether we can create some uh, solutions about data feeds or high frequency uh, feeds that they require. Um, to name a few right now, uh, we are preparing a solution for Olympus DAO. Uh, we are uh, backing up the uh, final integrations with Mentor Labs that also has like 150 mil uh, in TVL. Uh, we chat with almost every uh, reasonable, like maybe not every, almost every, but with many reasonable projects on Arbitrum ecosystem, which are going to use our feeds. When it comes to the events you're going to present at this year, so if CC in Paris is going to be definitely a big one for us. Before that, um, Avalanche Summit in Barcelona, we are going to be there and uh, we have a huge presence in the Avalanche ecosystem. Um, and of course, I would like to invite everyone over here for if Warsaw that's going to happen at the end of um, August. Next to the main event, we are also going to have the next Arweave uh, Day in Warsaw, which will feature what, what's happening in the ecosystem and what new projects are uh, popping up over there, which I uh, all very much uh, would like to share about. So yeah, I would say this is it. Yeah, thanks, Marcin, for your updates on your project and your future events. Um, uh, so I want to express great, great gratitude again to our four guests for sharing their exclusive experiences and valuable insights with us. We are about to wind up the discussion here. Um, I feel like a chubby sponge now with so many um, exciting experiences and perspectives absorbed in, into my mind. And, and I believe our audience must feel the same way. Um, that's exactly what Foresight News expects to do um, as a Web3 Verticals content platform. Uh, we, are dedicated, we are dedicated as the um, information portal to the Web3 world to our for, for our users and if you want to keep yourself well informed and updated just follow us and stay tuned 
Um, also, please follow our guest projects and speakers. We are excited to witness their future developments too.、Um, so that's all for today's forecast epi- episode.、Uh, I hope to see you guys next time. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much. Thanks for sharing. Thanks a lot. Bye, everyone. Keep building.、Yeah. Yes, keep building. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for sharing us with your、uh, sharing with us your your dest- future destinations、uh, like your、uh, presence at the consensus Barcelona,、uh, the DevCons that is、uh, going to happen.、Um, so maybe Marcin, do you think? Okay. Okay, so、uh, one thing I wanted to share was also in-person meeting of the、um, Safari community. It was a really cool event of Web3 growth leaders. So anyone who is listening right now and would like to get more exposure to Web3 growth ideas and、um, you know techniques and basically what is to come in the coming year, I would definitely recommend applying also to join the community. I see、uh, in the listeners, Lior. From Collider Ventures, who's also like present over there,、uh, very good catching up、uh, in person, and you know exchanging the ideas over there. When it comes to our products, so Redstone as the Oracle、uh, is going to be very hot this year. <laughs> I know it might say cocky, but after Eve Denver, I'm just quite sure about that. The biggest DeFi projects start、uh, reaching out to ask,、uh, asking. Whether they, we can create some、uh, solutions about data feeds or high frequency、uh, feeds that they require,、um, to name a few, right now、uh, we are preparing a solution for Olympus DAO.、Uh, we are、uh, backing up the、uh, final integrations with Mento Labs, that also has like 150 mil、uh, in TV- TVL. Uh, we chat with almost every、uh, reasonable, like maybe not every, ever, almost every, but with many reasonable projects on Arbitrum ecosystem, which are going to use our feeds. When it comes to the events you are going to present at this year, so EFCC in Paris is going to be definitely a big one for us. Before that,、um, Avalanche Summit in Barcelona, we are going to be there, and、uh, we have a huge presence in the Avalanche ecosystem. Um, and of course, I would like to invite everyone over here for Eve Warsaw. That's going to happen at the end of、um, August. Next to the main event, we are also going to have the next Our、uh, Weave Day in Warsaw, which will feature what, what's happening in the ecosystem and what new projects are、uh, popping up over there, which I、uh, all very much、uh, would like to share about. So yeah, I would say this is it. Yeah, thanks, Marcin, for your updates on your project and your future events.、Um, uh, so I want to express great, great gratitude again to our four guests for sharing their exclusive experiences and valuable insights with us. We are about to wind up the discussion here.、Um, I feel like a chubby sponge now with so many. Um, exciting experiences and perspectives absorbed in, into my mind, and and I believe our audience must feel the same way.、Um, that's exactly what Foresight News expects to do、um, as a Web3 Verticals content platform.、Uh, we are dedicated. We are dedicated as the 
um, information portal to the Web3 world to our for, for our users. And if you want to keep yourself well informed and updated, just follow us and stay tuned. Um, also, please follow our guest projects and speakers. We are excited to witness their future developments too. Um, so that's all for today's forecast episode. Um, I hope to see you guys next time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for sharing. Thanks a lot. Hi, everyone. Keep building. Yeah. Yes, keep building. Bye, guys.